If you're like Mark and I, you're always looking to convert website visitors into customers. The problem is that not everyone who visits your site is ready to buy today. How can you stay top of mind so that when they're ready to buy in a few weeks or months, they'll think of you first? That's a great question, Ben. Let's talk about that. Welcome to The Friday Habit with Benjamin Manley and Mark Labriola II. The Friday Habit is for creators, entrepreneurs, and agency owners looking for actionable ideas on how to grow their business and be more profitable. We'll pull from our combined knowledge of over 20 years and interview thought leaders that will inspire you and give you the motivation you need to kick your business into high gear. Buckle up. It's Friday. Hey, it's Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I just feel like always saying, hey, Hey. You know, when, whenever at the end of that little intro, uh huh, yeah, what's up? You remember those commercials from the 90s? The what's up, yes, and they would like say what's up to each other. <laughs> Speaking of the 90s, we were just talking about before the show about pogs, and, yes. Uh, I think, I think maybe we should like work, have people work in their favorite 90s trend, you know, into reviews. Like, you could mention pogs, you could mention what, what are some other ones? Um, uh, Popples. Do you remember Popples? I don't remember Popples. <laughs> oh, you, you mentioned like a Floby in one episode, like the haircut <laughs> thing. Yes, that was more eighties. I okay, think that though. was eighties. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, eighties is like He Man, the Masters of the Universe, Smurfs. Mm, okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, nineties. I'm thinking like hyper color shirts, and I'm thinking micro machines. The commercials where the guy would talk really fast. You know, he's like, yes, know, oh, yeah, like mouth rage. Yeah, yeah, the commercials are just like microbrushers, blah blah blah. You know, whatever. A lot of great '90s stuff. You know, uh, the music, the clothes, just crazy. But that's really dating us. It really dating me because, <laughs> uh, you know, I have employees that were born in the mid to late '90s. So they don't even know the '90s, right? <laughs> uh, hey, we got a review from Nastia. Nice. So, hey, if you want to review the show, go on to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a five-star rating and send us a review. We'd love to hear from you guys. We want to hear you know, how you found us or what you love about our show, your favorite episode, whatever. Nastia has done that. So she said, I found your website for The Friday Habit. I must say, it's impressive. I've also listened to a couple of your podcasts. My favorite is about productivity apps. Very helpful! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Well, thank you, Nastia. Wow. Yeah. Very helpful. That's a lot of exclamation points. I think the idea is absolutely great, and I'll surely keep listening. Thank you for your work. There you go. Cool. Thank you, Nastia. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Well, today we are talking about lead magnets. Did you know what lead magnets were like five years ago? Had you heard of a lead magnet? Um, I don't feel like I did like five years really? ago. I could be wrong, but... Uh, yeah, I think I did. I don't want to be like that one upper guy. Like, yeah. But I, I feel like I had some friends who were really into... And I'm talking like probably even almost 10 years ago. They were really into like ClickBank and ClickFunnels. Okay, and, yeah. you know, they were kind of into that thing. And so there, a lot of talk was about creating some sort of lead generating thing, you know, cause yeah. email marketing was just really hot back then. Um, because it was really before social media became the main vehicle for advertising. And so it was right. like, how do you get email addresses? Which right. funny enough, you know, 10 years later or more emails are still a super valid 
way to right. communicate with people. But it, in addition to email, you have social media and stuff like that. But yeah, lead magnets are all the rage. And they are a way that you can provide value to somebody. It's a way that you can trade someone's email address for something of value, right? right. You can give something, somebody some, something of value to get their email address. You know? Exactly. Yeah, and it's, and it's because like email marketing is such an inexpensive or cost-effective way to, to market still. Because once you have an email list, you don't have to pay to, to reach them every time. You know, lots of social media platforms eventually will get to the point where like, oh, you have to start paying to reach your audience and stuff like that. You don't show up as much in people's feeds and stuff like that if you don't pay for it, just depending on the platform and stuff. So... Email is kind of a good direct way to be able to market to people. So it's super valuable to be able to get email addresses from people that are on your site. And the thing is, it's like you don't have, you know, it, for, for people that come to your site and they're not quite ready to be like, oh, let me contact them. Let me buy something now. But they're just a little bit interested or they maybe they're in your target audience but not ready to make an action. Then the idea is what useful thing can you give them that will, like you said, exchange um, exchange their email uh, in exchange for that thing, or whatever it might be, a tool or a PDF or whatever. So, yeah. I'm, so let's let's talk about that. What are some types of lead magnets? So I made a giant a giant list of like fifteen of them. So we can go through them quick here. But just it might give you some inspiration as you're thinking about your business. Like, okay, if I wanted to put something on my website that people can download and I could get their email address so that I can keep marketing to them, like what kinds of things could you make? So number one, an ebook. And a good example of this is actually on our website, thefridayhabit.com. We made a little ebook. So the idea is for us, we're like, okay, we have listeners that find us through through iTunes or Spotify or wherever, but we have no idea who those people are unless we can get their email addresses. So we made a little downloadable ebook that basically walks you through the Friday Habit system. And so people can go onto our website, download that, and then we get their email address. And then we can send them our weekly episode updates and emails and stuff so they know what's coming up. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's valuable. Yeah, it's valuable for them and it helps us stay in touch with them for the future. So if we ever were like, hey, we're going to sell some products or something with the show, then we would actually have a list to market to. So that's been cool kind of growing it that way. Um, so that's number one. Number two, a self-evaluation checklist. So you could create something where your customers can be like, oh, like, am I ready to buy a home or something if you're, you know a home builder or maybe a, a real estate agent or something. So we could download that and kind of evaluate where they're at and fill it out. So self-evaluation checklist. Three, uh, an access to a free online course. So yeah, this could be anything. Like what kind of, have you ever bought like an online course or something like that? Oh or yeah, I bought some online courses for sure. And uh, a lot of times what it is is I'll trade my email address for a free, maybe mini course, like maybe it's right. like two or three videos on how to do something. Yep. And then at the end of that, there's another call to action of, hey, sign yeah. up for our full, you know, thing. Exactly. That little tiny online course was a, a good taste of what potentially I could get if I paid a little bit more money. For sure. Yeah. And then number four, a series of helpful emails sent weekly. So this could mm. be... Like this is something that we're probably going to do with uh, story site specifically with our email or our website template business. So when somebody s downloads our free wireframe tool, then it'll send them every week a, like a useful thing like, oh, hey, by the way, if you're building your wireframe and want some inspiration, here's a link to some good examples that you could look at. 
you know, yeah. next to them, like how to choose which platform you're going to build your website on. So it's kind of progressing with them through their journey, you know, and then eventually it leads to potentially hiring us, you know, if, if we're the right fit for them. Yeah. And, and even maybe I would say they can be helpful, but they also can just be entertaining. You know, we have a mutual friend, Muita, uh, you know, he sends out a, an email and I always find that there's something in that email that I like. It's either something uh, of a piece of tech that he's using or that he's researched, or it's a funny video that he's found on Vimeo or YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so I always look forward to getting his email because uh, it just provides some sort of entertainment to me. And so it, it can be something as simple as that, where it's like, you know, maybe you watch a lot of YouTube videos or do a lot of research on things and you could just compile some of the things that you're into and share that weekly. And that could be a value to your audience, you know? For sure. Number five is access to like a Facebook or a Slack group. So I was thinking about this could be cool for consultants, you know, somebody that basically you can hire to get advice. You know, you, what if you started like a Facebook group or a Slack group and then people can get free access to it and then you have them in this group and you can be talking to them, kind of become an authority in your space. And then you've also got their email address so you can keep marketing to them and kind of reaching out and out offering value. So accessing a group is just another, another way to kind of collect someone's email. Number five, a MythBuster PDF. So could this number is six. Like, oh, <laughs> number, number six. six. <laughs> number six, a MythBuster PDF. So this could be something that's like, hey, the like top five myths that uh, about websites that you didn't know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I don't know, something like that. Depends on your industry and all that kind of stuff. But just a, a quick MythBuster. Uh, number seven, access to a single how-to video. So this could just be a quick how to like for us, it might be like how to organize your content before you build a website or how to create your site map or something like that. Yeah. And just one thing that's kind of in common with a lot of these is like just thinking about like what's the first step someone needs to take before hiring you and offering a free tool or free resource that helps them do that step. This is the one that we do. We, you know, we have a, a PDF on our site on how to start a podcast. And so you know, if someone kind of goes through our site and they're still have some questions or they're really interested in podcasting, we have a, a PDF that they can download and kind of takes them through the, the entry level basic steps on how to start a podcast and the tools they need. And sometimes I find that maybe even once you give this little PDF away at no cost, they that person may even be like, well, this seems like it might be more work. Maybe I should just call Brand Viva and have them help me with my podcast or have them do my podcast for me, you know, so... Th- those I'm a big fan of that one. Yeah, makes sense. Number uh, number seven. I'm, oh no, wait. Number eight. <laughs> I can't get my numbers up. <laughs> number eight. A five video daily series sent via email. This is really specific, but maybe like um, you know videos that get sent out. Actually, this is a callback to episode sixteen with David Hepburn. If you remember, he had those tips for doing improving your video calls, and the reason we even had that episode was because he had this really cool. Uh, lead generator on his site, you know, lead magnet where you could sign up for five tips to make your video calls better. And then it sent you every day automatically a new video that showed you some tips on how to do that. That was like one of my favorite uh, lead magnets yeah. I've ever signed up for. I just thought it was great. So I just put that in here as a, as an option. Yeah. Number nine. Number nine, a spreadsheet based tool. Um, I have definitely done one of these before. Really? Not not that I've created one, but I've I've gotten... A few, like especially with the video production and other things like that, there's a lot of like 
pricing or other things like that you would want a spreadsheet to figure out some of your you know problems and so th- i've been to a few different sites where a spreadsheet was given like hey here's a spreadsheet that has the formula for you know pricing out a video shoot you know and it's like oh that would be very helpful and it was something simple too i mean it was essentially just like excel yeah. ex, uh, excel file that you traded your email address for and it was actually very helpful that's awesome. Yeah, actually, shout out to Adam Miller. He uh, he turned me on to this idea because I think he did something very similar. He had actually purchased, I think, a spreadsheet that does like a pricing calculator for video shoots, where it factors in all these complex things like yeah. how many shooters do you need, you know, what equipment you need to rent, how much markup do you want to make on each part of it, all that kind of stuff. And so, providing that kind of tool, I mean, could be super useful to somebody and something pretty easy to create, and you don't have to do much maintenance on it. Yeah. Number 10. 10. Gum, gum, Free quiz with results sent via email. You've probably seen this one, but like you take a quiz like, hey, is, is Squarespace right for me? You know, maybe it would be a good one like Squarespace versus WordPress. Which one is right fit for my company? Yeah. And I think quizzes do really well on social media. You know, if you, if you wanted to do some advertising, mm-hmm. you know, you could use a quiz to kind of get people into something and then get their email address from there. For sure. Number 11, a specialized interactive calculator. So this could be something like um, I used recently. I was refinancing my house, so I did like a mortgage Mm. payoff calculator, and that was really useful. But there's a couple different ones I saw that were really helpful, and then it was just like had an option. It it didn't actually capture your email address up front, but it was very helpful and gave you results and then an option of like next steps to take to talk to someone or something like that. Um, so there's some cool tools out there. I think Calculoid is one, and there's a few other ones where you can just go on and build a little online calculator that you can just embed in your site, whatever type of website you have. And you can make a little calculator where people can see how much it's going to cost to work with you or maybe calculate their project or something like that. And mm-hmm. those, those, I think, are really helpful and kind of interactive. Number 12. Number 12. Fill out worksheets. So... <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. Fill out worksheets? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I have never heard of a fill out worksheet before. I guess you just call it a worksheet. I don't know hey, why. Hey, hand me that fill out worksheet, Ben. <laughs> All these are a little bit oddly named. But yeah, no, it's just a worksheet. So I don't know why it's called a fill out worksheet. But just like any kind of worksheet that will help you uh, you know, go through and maybe like for example, for me, it would be like a worksheet to help you organize your content for a website. So it could be like okay, yeah. here's like your homepage, here's your about page. You need to fill out what's the title of the page gonna be, what's the purpose of the page, mm-hmm. well, you know, what text do you want on the page, what images. So it might just be a easy thing that you can fill out. So it could be, you know, for any type of project. But yeah, and would you say like maybe a wireframe builder built on Google? Yeah, that's a good example of a fill-out worksheet. So, yeah, this is a little bit outside the box, but we built like a a tool on Google Drawings, which basically is like the layout of a website, and uh, it follows a story brand framework. So somebody can just download that for free and then basically fill out all their content on it. And then when they're done, they can buy a template from us that matches up exactly with that wireframe. So, hey, this is like an embedded ad for story yeah. site. Go to Go to storysite.co, download our free wireframe tool if you want to see a great example of a lead generator. There you go. So yeah, uh, number 13, um, access to a free webinar. Have you ever done this where you're like somebody like, hey, I'm doing a free training on this and here it is. Yeah, I have I have done done that. You know, you, it, you get to the webinar and it's 
an hour long. It doesn't sound like it's a good experience. So uh, I will actually, <laughs> I was going to talk about this more later, but I should make a caveat now that one really important thing is that if you're going to do a lead generator, I think you need to treat people with respect and you need to make sure that whatever you're giving them is actually really valuable. And when they download it, they're not disappointed. You know what I yeah. mean? You don't because want to like, clickbait. Yeah, you don't want to just keep leading them on like, oh, well, I, I think that just like shows what kind of bad experience you're going to have working with someone. It's not going to build any trust anyway, even if yeah. you want to try to do that. But you really need to deliver above and beyond what people expect. So when they download it, it needs to be really useful and easy to use. Yeah, agreed. So anyway, yeah, I'd say if you're going to do a webinar, you really need to have useful content. Don't just make it like a sales pitch, obviously. You want it to be like mostly value to them. And at the end, you can kind of mention next steps if they want to work with you. But I, other than that, I would just be careful to, to make sure you're really adding value. Totally. Number 14, cheat sheet. Cheat sheet. What's a cheat sheet? Can you tell you me know, that? Yeah, it's kind of like a, um, you know, for instance. Is like, it like a uh, fill-out worksheet? No, it's not like a fill out worksheet. A cheat sheet, I would say it was be, would be more of like uh, maybe settings on your camera. Like right. if you want to have uh, a slow-mo, you know, you need to set your aperture at this, set your shutter at this and make sure that your ISO stays here and, you know, use an ND filter, like kind of like a cheat sheet on how to, how to like cut some corners to get something done, you know? Right. Um, to me, a cheat sheet would be exactly. It's like, how do you get to the end result without learning every possible thing? So like it could be a cheat sheet on like best settings to use for story brand and Squarespace or something. It's like, Oh yeah. cool. I know exactly which template to pick, what settings to change. Cool. I'm good to go. I don't have to understand everything about Squarespace inside and out. Yeah, exactly. Cheat sheet. Cheat sheet. And then number 15. Number 15, a free demo or sample. Could be a product or whatever. You know, like let's say, you know, we sell templates if we decided, hey, we want to offer like one template for free or something like that. You know, we could say people could could get access to that in exchange for an email address. So that's it. 15 types of lead magnets. All right. So we got the lead magnets. Now, how do we decide which magnet to create? You know, there's so many. So what, what should your lead magnet be? What, what should it be? It should be, uh, number one, something that your audience actually wants. So just making sure that it's not something that you just think is interesting. Um, I think it's really important to make sure you actually reach, reach out to your target audience, maybe email a few of your top customers, especially your best customers that you're like, I mm -hmm. want more of these type and give them a list of a few, you know, like maybe five different ones. Like, here's some of my ideas for lead magnets. Like, which one of these th tools would you find useful if I created it either now or before you became my customer? Which one would have, like, helped you on your journey to hiring me, you know? Yeah. So I think just verifying that and not just shooting in the dark would be useful. Um, number two, I think something that's related very closely to your services or products is really important because I could create something really useful, but if it doesn't tie directly into the next step being hiring me, then it's like... Right. It's just, it's providing value, but it's not really helping you as a business. Yeah, it's like, you know, a, a Tootsie Pop calculator. Like, how many licks does it take? Right. So that's probably <laughs> not a great one. Unless, I don't know, unless you sell Tootsie Pops, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. How many licks are you? <laughs> um, I, I can never finish a Tootsie Pop, man. I, I have to crunch that thing. And the reason why is because this. I love that, that what do they call that? Um, it's when you crunch down. 
mm-hmm. on the thin candy shell and then yeah. it like goes into the chewy tootsie yeah. roll center. It's very satisfying. There's yeah, there's something very gratifying about that. So it wouldn't be the same if you just like got rid of all the hard shell and there's just the tootsie in the middle. It just wouldn't no. be the same. Nah, because then I could just eat a bunch of Tootsie Rolls, you know? It's like having a separate sucker or lollipop from your Tootsie Roll. It's like having just one and then the other. Right. So what's the point of that? Exactly. So I think you have to get close to to the Chocolatey Center, but you can't get all the way there. (laughs) And this this is related to... That's how? Well, it's it's teaching you what not to do. Exactly. We don't <laughs> want to make sure it's closely related. Unlike us just talking about Tootsie Pops. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I think I mean, what's number 3? <laughs> let's move on. Uh number 3, uh something you, that you have the skills to create. So, to me this is hard because I'm like, man, I want to create this video course, but you know, really our strength as a company is design. So, it's much more quick and easy for us to create something that a design tool or like a PDF or something like that than to create a video course. We could do it, but I'd just mm-hmm. say it probably makes more sense to pick something that you have the skills to create or the expertise. So if you're a writer, write something, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a designer, design something. If you're a video person, make some videos, common sense. But I think just if you can find all these factors, I think it's going to help. Um, so yeah, number four, just something that's actually useful and easy to use. Like I said, few minutes ago, just something that is going to actually build trust with your audience and be a great experience for them. So they want more of working with you, not something that's going to frustrate them and be like, I need help. I mean, that's some people's strategy is to just create a lead magnet that confuses people more and then makes you want to hire them. But to me, like that's dirty. I'd rather like do something that's like, cool, this is useful. Got me one step further. Great experience. Mm -hmm. Now I'm ready. I trust you guys more. I want to work with you. Yeah, that's true. All right. So we've decided on our lead magnet and we know um, what type of lead magnet we're going to use. Right. Now, what do we do after we get someone's email? Well, there's, there's a lot of things you could do and we probably won't get into the whole, you know, the whole sales funnel thing, but just a few quick things. One is you can just trigger an automatic email, which is useful. Um, so it could include the download or whatever resource that they, they signed up for. You can use something like HubSpot, MailChimp. There's tons of stuff out mm-hmm. there you could choose from to send that automatic email. Also, you, of course, want to add them into your mailing list, whether that's you know MailChimp or one of those or just literally into a spreadsheet, but something where you're collecting those email addresses for the future. Uh, I personally really like following up with uh, people who fill out our lead magnet with a video response, like a personal video, especially mm-hmm. for specific ones. So if you have a qualifying question on your lead magnet, like for us, we ask, um, is this wireframe tool are you using this for yourself or for a client's website if they're doing it for their clients then we know that they're a potential future partner so in that case we actually will do a a more likely to do a personal video for them because we know that's more value long term to build partnerships with people than to make one-off sales so we'll put an extra effort up front to make them a quick personal video using bonjoro and say hey thanks for downloading our lead magnet if you have any questions feel free to jump into our weekly Q&A on Wednesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's the video response. And then I would also say in that video, like I said, invite them to meet with you or whatever the next, you know, next action is. And then I'd say extra credit. And what you should get to eventually is having some type of automatic e- email sequence send to them, kind of like we talked about with like some tips afterwards. So even if the main value up front is that download, then make sure you still have a few more emails that send out to them kind of, 
explaining more about your services and kind of showing them how they can use this tool to work with you and that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's it. All right. So let's recap here real quick. In order to decide what type of lead magnet to create, we got to follow these criteria, right? One is we got to create something that our audience actually wants that's related to our service or product, something that we have the skill to create, right? So if we're a graphic designer, we probably should do something graphical opposed to trying to write some long copy or uh, make a video. Yep. And then also uh, make it actually useful to the end user. And then once we've done that, once we've created our thing and we've captured someone's email address because it's such a great thing, then we want to follow up with them. We want to make sure that we keep in touch and continually provide value. Yeah. I think I think that's the recap here. Hopefully hopefully this uh, inspired you guys and uh, you got something useful for me. What what would be the action item then this week? What what are we going to do to put this into action? Uh, I'd say it'd be best to just create a list of of five ideas. If you can just write down five different lead magnet ideas and then email them to a few of your best customers, you know, the types of customers that you want to get more of and then get their feedback. You know, if they were coming to you for the first time and wanted to work with you, what would have been a useful tool for them uh, before working with you? What would they have actually put their email in for? Nice. That's fantastic. That's so good. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Friday habit. Make sure to head over to the Friday there you'll find our show notes for this episode. Uh, you can also find links to our websites and ways to get in touch with us. And at the bottom of the page, you can download our guide to the Friday Habit System. Lead Magnet. Oh. <laughs> Hello, a lead maggot. It's going to that maggot, the lead maggot. <laughs> I don't want that. Lead Magnet. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's going to show you how to set aside one full day each week to dedicate to your business instead of always working in your business. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to thefridayhabit.com slash review and uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's right. Hey, you guys, you're awesome. Thanks for listening to The Friday Habit. And until next time, live every day like it's Friday. Friday.